Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, Tuesday morning here, November 15th. Really, it's nine days till Thanksgiving. Now it's going to start to go by fast. You know, Tony, yeah. you were telling us the other day, uh, morning, hi, you were telling us the other day that you were going to start your holiday shopping, Sisney, you too? Was it you or Tanya? It was Tanya. Tanya, okay. Sometimes the two of you, you know, in my head, it's one great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Tanya, it was you getting a jump on things, right? I'm trying to be Did more proactive. I haven't started the actual shopping, but I have started the list. Didn't I give you a great idea for your boyfriend? Yes, and I'm going to get us matching puffer vests. No, no, I didn't give you that idea. <laughs> one gift for you, that one gift for me. For me. <laughs> that's usually not how no, that Christmas wasn't works. No, idea. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not matching. <laughs> Why? I said to, for you to get him a cool puffer vest. Everybody's getting a puffer vest this year. I know. I love it. I think he'd look really hot in a puffer vest. He would. A lot of singular in that. Uh-huh. And then just get, get one for myself. But not the same. Don't get <laughs> matching. <laughs> I'm tr- really trying this uh, Thanksgiving to get us. I bought us matching sweaters last Thanksgiving that said, she's my sweet potato. And the other one says, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Like, yam. Why yes, I am. I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. And I really want to wear them. And he's just like not into it. You could give one to okay, Jack so Harlow. If he's not into that, yes, then that should be a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pushing? And it was such a great idea now ruined with the matcher. Okay, it's I'll, not get a matcher. A, I'll get him a puffer jacket on his own. Yeah, not a jacket. It's a vest. Sorry, and you should you should really order it now because that's going to be like back delayed ordered, and yeah. back ordered. You got to get on it. Oh no! I already started, or I'm like halfway done. People <sighs> are looking forward to Black Friday this year. Mm-hmm. They're looking forward to getting out there on their own, like out there tangibly, out there. You know, get on it. <sighs> How's the family? Family's good. They're getting so big. But the twins are just like running the show, and they have their winter recital coming up on December fourth, which is are Jingle Ball weekend. It? Uh, yes, they're both in it. Max is doing a hip hop routine and Aza is doing a tap dance. 
Uh, Jingle Ball Weekend, like it falls also on the championship game in the SEC for football it's in Atlanta. Just, it's like, like a lot. It's like it's a, Jingle I, Ball, you got that. I got the winter recital on I Sunday. Know. It's like There's everything's happen. Everything mm-hmm. does happen at once. Well, everything gets squeezed during the holidays, doesn't it? It really does. It's kind of got to happen. So mm-hmm. we're like not going to have a dinner that weekend. Oh my gosh. We're going to have matching dinners, <laughs> all at our homes. A PJ dinner. That could be fun. Wait, we all have pizza, but in our own homes alone? Uh, no. Oh. I could say that we could be, could be like really like cozy, like we can wear matching pajamas. And just Wait, like, when, when, when is this? I don't know. What Jingle happens Ball on weekend. Friday? I feel like Friday before Jingle no, Ball. No, Friday is <laughs> Jingle Ball <laughs> is on Friday. <laughs> Sometimes it's on a Saturday. So I feel like Thursday's not the day. Thursday is the day. Thursday, Thursday's Thursday. Thursday's tough. Thursday's a tough day. All right. Here, here's the deciding factor. I'm going to wake somebody up right now. What's the date of the Thursday? It's the, the first. first. Jing- December 1st. Jing- yeah. Thursday's the first. Jingle Ball's the second. All right. Here it goes. Can we or can we not have our dinner? Call the master scheduler. She's on a plane? Really? Already? Well, oh. no. It wouldn't ring if she was on a plane. Oh. Your call has oh. been forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> She's already on a plane? Her schedule's rough. Wow. Who keeps her schedule? Uh, well, we'll try and track her down because if Belinda says, I'm free. And then the weekend before. Then we're going to put it in the calendar right away. We can. Which calendar? Before- the horoscope calendar or the <laughs> <laughs> month calendar? Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, and then what, Sissany? Well, the weekend before is Thanksgiving weekend, so that doesn't work. For sure we're not doing it then. No. Uh, no. Can't. Only weekend uh, after. It doesn't have to be before Jingle so Ball. So Thursday, Jingle Ball leave. Let's see. Cute. Uh, I love that idea. It's right, so cute. Let's hold our thoughts there. Let's hold our thoughts It's like there. pregame before the big game, you know? Dude, we can't drink, though. Because the last time we had a few glasses of wine, and it's still really No, you did not have world. a few glasses of wine. You had everything. <laughs> yeah, we had martinis. You what had you cocktails about? and yeah. different color wines right, and everything. there was tequila and wine. That yeah, well, was pick, the... a, pick a lane. Why do you have so many options? Pick a lane, I, Pick a lane. Aren't you old enough to know you pick one or the other? I yes. did pick a lane. Yes, I came right. in, and I had tequila, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, we sat down for dinner, and you started pouring wine. And I was like, what's happening now? Yeah, that's Sissini's, dinner. Sissini's but if you pick the tequila train, stick with it. The, what is it? Beer before liquor, never been Lick, sicker. Been sicker. Wine, wine before. before but I beer. stuck to those rules. Do you guys know what this is, Michaela Ruby? Do you know the sayings of what liquor to drink first? I think it's liquor before beer. You're in the clear. Liquor before beer. beer you're in the, you're clear. in the clear. Beer well, before liquor. Beer. Never, been, never sicker. been sicker. So, Sissy, write it on your hand. Didn't have any of that in that order, <laughs> I and it was still. I offered beer. No, we didn't have beer. I offered it. I didn't have it. Okay, but I offered it. <laughs> My point is, is she still on a plane? Landed now. Let's have a dry party. <laughs> oh, so you don't have a party if we can't drink? <laughs> no, I said it's have a dry dinner. <laughs> so if we're gonna get together, we have to have a bottle of wine. Yeah, or a beer. A beer is fine. You can have a beer. You get puffy. Then we said Mexican food. I am puffy. Oh, uh, that's what I'm trying to get rid of. No, I'm trying I, to anti-puff. No, you get puffy the next day. Were you puffy at uh, I Wango felt I felt off. Like I never drink before <laughs> a Wango <laughs> or a Jingle Ball, and then I'm like. Oh, I'm off my game. Oh, let's definitely have it then. I just sit there and do like a hundred interviews backstage, and I'm just like, "Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> oh, thanks you. You I picked it. a lane. I loved it. I picked my lane. I was happy with my lane. Uh, you're welcome. I kicked everybody out at eight thirty. Still too late. All right. And what are we doing? It was We're like doing 9:30. the. Was it? Yeah. Well, you guys overstayed your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Second date update coming up. They met at a coffee shop, huh? And then one of them needs our help. I forget which one. I think it's, yeah, it's him. So they met at a coffee shop. It sounds so charming. Right. Like, I feel like that doesn't happen. I, I've anymore. never met anyone at a coffee shop. 
I'm always rushing at a coffee shop. Sophia Rob met her husband. I was telling you about that in the trending report. Sophia Rob, she is the Carrie Diaries actress. Oh yeah. Which trending report? No, like a month or two ago, they met at a coffee shop. <laughs> a month or two ago. <laughs> wow. You mean Anna Sophia Rob? Anna Sophia. Okay, Rob, well that's yeah. how I know her. I'm so sorry. ASR. <laughs> so anyway, they hit it off, and now I guess. He, he, she's blocked him, so I guess he does. If you get blocked, you've done something wrong. Right? Yikes. Yeah, seven. Jenny this morning in Los Angeles. Jenny, thank you for listening. How are you? Hello, I'm good. So your boyfriend always chooses his friends over you. Tell us what's up. Yes. So um, every time we have to go out or do something, there's always something coming up with his friends, and he always leaves me on the side. And I'm just like, so what the hell? We had already had plans already. Like, why, why are you, like, last minute changing plans? And that's what pisses me off all the time when we get into a big argument. And he starts telling me, like, oh, like, why do you worry so much? It's just friends. You know, you're my girlfriend. You're something else. And there's something else. It's two different levels. I'm like, I understand that. But we already have plans together. Why are you switching our plans? And we start into a big argument. We stop talking to each other for the day. And he does his own things. I do my own things. So at this point, I really don't know what to do anymore. Okay. Jenny, a couple of options here. One, you guys uh, decide on how you're going to spend time equally with each other and he with his friends and you with yours. Or two, merge everyone together. I find it easier that everybody just gets together. Like if his friends want to hang, you hang as well. But he's breaking the plans. They had a, a plan and he's flaking. So I don't like that in general. Like I don't think this guy's great. I yeah, just he's don't not think making you the. Right. He's not committing to his priority, which is in this yeah, case correct. you. So fundamentally, yes. that's an issue. Character flaw. I think so. It's like don't make a plan with you then. You know, they're like, hey, not this weekend. I'm going to hang out with the guys or my friends, but next weekend I'm down or so, whatever. Right. It is. So you maybe need some clear understanding of when you time is, when his friend time is, or vice versa. But yeah, if, if he committed and he's backing out and he's choosing them over you, he's telling you something. Yeah, that would really. He's, mad. he's yes. telling you something, and you should listen to it, because that's not cool. Yeah, and sometimes he's like, let's go. I don't like, as a female, I feel so uncomfortable being around his friends, because it's not the same vibe. Got like, it. for him, he can be the same with his homies, because I'm here, and he has to respect me, because I'm his girlfriend, you know? And you know, the guys, some of them are single, and they like to mess around with unnecessary jokes. Well, I'm there, so that's very disrespectful but towards me. But this is me another red flag. Ay, like, ay, I've ay. just heard red flags this whole time. Jenny, yeah. don't unhear what you're being told. And everything's kind of sounding clear that this dude is not good for you. I, I know. It's not, it's not why you called to hear that, but it's all I hear. Mm-hmm. All I hear is reasons why he's not treating you well. I'm just telling you, honestly. Take a step back. Maybe you don't need to completely, like, 100% break it off, but give him a taste of his own medicine. Start hanging out with your girlfriends. Take a break from him. You know what I mean? Like, and tell him how you want to be treated. If you can't do it, yeah. he's done. Jenny, thank you for calling. Mm. Thank Keep you. us posted. Let us know. All right, you got this? I got it, yeah. Good luck. Thank you. All right, bye. Oh, see, that's the thing. When someone goes, I know. <sighs> so, I'm sorry. Tough love. Well, I mean, all I'm hearing is this guy is tr- like either trying to make her go away or he just doesn't get it. He's just immature. Or doesn't care. Yeah. Which is all bad. Mm-hmm. So all of those paths are bad for Jenny. He's not ready for Jenny.
So Jenny needs to either, like you said, dose of own medicine. Here's how it's going to be, or I'm out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. That was a lot. What's really going on with your armpits? They're hot. Mm. That sweater. Which sweater stick? <laughs> no, two days in a row. <laughs> two winter. days in a row. <laughs> Thick sweaters. Is it maroon? That's such a beautiful color. It really is, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. I have five of them. What's the brand? <laughs> Every time. Maroon five. Maroon five. Um, this travel season is going to be challenging. Prices are up, all right? Delays are up. Crowds are up. More than usual. But if you're trying to save a few bucks, here is when you should buy your flights. Sundays, a month in advance. And buy flights that leave on a Wednesday before 3. You could save as much as 15%. I don't know why it's a bunch of reasons, but not no time to tell you. But just try it. Buy Sundays, a month out. And try, if you can, to take the flight on Wednesday morning. All right. Cheaper fares. Today's quote, identifying the pattern is awareness. Choosing not to repeat the cycle is growth. That is such a good one. Jenny. Right? It's a good quote for today. Jenny, who just called. Hope you're listening. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, Karen Bass has widened her lead over Rick Caruso in the L.A. mayor's race. According to new numbers released yesterday, Bass has jumped out to a lead of more than 29,000 votes or 52 percent to Caruso's 47 percent. The race is still considered too close to call, though. There are still hundreds of thousands of ballots to be counted as the latest update represents roughly just 76 percent of the estimated votes. Jay Leno is being treated at a Los Angeles burn center after being seriously injured in a car fire. According to TMZ, Jay Leno was in his Los Angeles garage on Sunday when one of his cars burst into flames, seemingly out of nowhere. The left side of Jay Leno's face was reportedly burned, but the flames didn't penetrate into his eye or his ear. He says he is going to be fine and he'll need a few weeks to recover. Strong Santa Ana winds are expected to blow through Southern California, bringing an increased risk of fire danger both today and tomorrow. Most powerful winds are forecasted to arrive tonight when damaging gusts between 40 to 60 miles per hour will be uh, felt throughout the coast and valley locations. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you. Sissini and Tanya, good to have you guys along on this Tuesday morning. We are so close. So close to Thanksgiving. Matter of fact, we're so close to Thanksgiving and we still don't know who won the LA mayor's race. That's what I thought you were going to say. We are so close in this mayor's race. And then no. No, so he's close. only thinking about Thanksgiving. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't know when we're going to get the results of, for example, the mayor race. The mayoral race. Um, Karen Bass leading Rick Caruso by 29,000 votes. 52% with only, or something like that. But yeah. only 70 per six. 76% of the vote counted. So there's a lot more votes to come in. I, I just, I, in my mind, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I want to know. I mean, I want to know. And will we, after Thanksgiving, kind of forget we had the vote? I mean, I think as things go by. Is this how we're always going to do it? Like, is this how we're always going to vote by hand? Right. Like, like you think the that there would be lives? a better system in 2022. <laughs> so let me, I just was like perusing the system here. 
Let me see. Like, so you got the mail-in. Like, yeah. ma- like actually like fill in the little bubble. Yeah, like we're like, like in a Scantron in high school. Yeah, I mean, what do you think like- they're doing to kill time? They're playing telestrations, right? They're just like doing things to occupy their mind. <laughs> well, they wake so up, they, they do their wordle. It. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Maybe they go into the Home Depot, just to come up with a right. project. <laughs> anyway, exactly. so here's so the mail-in ballots still come in after election day, right? Then they go to the city of industry. Um, they're removed from the envelopes. They make sure each voter removes their signature. They check the signature, check the file. Wait, then the don't ballots, just, we, do uh, you actually read this out loud? Well, you want to yeah, all right. So there's a lot of copy here. So, all right. <laughs> okay. see, where workers remove uh, the ballots from the envelopes and make sure each voter's signature matches the signature on file. Right? Oh. Then, so the match okay. happens. Then the ballots are brought to Downey to be counted in one of the county's regional offices. About three million votes need to be counted. And they're giving themselves until December 5th. That's post-Jingle Ball. So this is all done by humans. I so bet, that, wait, that's how I think, too. I always think in terms of, like, kiss mile markers. Yeah. Mile yeah. markers in our life. Wango, tango, so jingle. So after like, jingle before, ball. Well, it's always like the two the two markers throughout the year are jingle ball and wango, tango. Yeah. So is it before or after wango, tango? <laughs> and I heart festival. Or and I festival. Beginning of summer or Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're, they're being very careful with it, but... Yeah, they, just, they first go to the facility where workers remove them from the envelope. So it's like, this is all human people. Like, it's not machines. Human so it's people. Like, I'm just human saying, like, this is why it's taking so long. Not AI people. Right, human Humans, people. Not anyway, robots. We just we just don't know. We shall see. <laughs> but I, honestly, December 5th is too long. We need to know by Thanksgiving. They need to know. Too. Can't you well, call we, someone? We need to know. Yeah, I can call a lot of people. What would you like me to? Who would you like me to call? I feel like I don't know. You could call some. Make a maybe call. if Karen Bass or Rick Cruz want to call in and just you know like. What do you guys do to occupy just, your time? Or someone on their team. Someone on anybody their team. from their camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from they just the, want to talk from the campaign. Actually, yes. If you are a member of any of their teams, Karen Bass or Rick Caruso, or maybe maybe you and maybe you just saw them at a coffee shop or served them in a restaurant. How, what are you doing? How are they occupying? How are they getting that brain space to settle? Mm-hmm. Like when we have something that we're excited about here, we can't sleep. No. Can't. I'm sure they're pretty excited. Yeah. What are they doing overnight? Mm-hmm. All right. Shifting gears. Some very exciting news. So we have talked about it here before, but uh, a few years ago, after spending time at Children's Hospitals here in Southern California, we came up with this idea to create the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. If you want to see what what this is, you can go to ryanseacrestfoundation.org. But it's basically uh, a a program where we, my foundation, builds media centers in pediatric hospitals. So the room that we're in right now, we've built this same, actually better technology tubs in some of the studios in the children's hospitals. Do you know that? Yeah, don't, I don't, don't be bitter it's, it's about it. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, yeah, I know. Roll mm. it, guys. <laughs> uh, so the technology is state-of-the-art. And the patients can use the radio equipment. And they also have green screens where you can shoot a scene in Italy. If you want to go travel oh, somewhere in the new. world. Yeah, you, wow. can, you can basically shoot your own streaming series that you then stream to the patients. So you can be the producer, the star. And you make the show. And you stream it up to the, the patients in the children's that. hospitals. Also, their instruments. Ty, you see the instruments when you were there at Children's Hospital Orange County? Yes, they sure do. We've got one of the studios in Orange County here locally. But uh, I was in Nashville the other day, and we saw the studio there. And there's a keyboard in there. There's Mm -hmm. a guitar. Keith Urban was in recently showing the patients how to play guitar. I visited the Nashville one. It's a great one at Vanderbilt Mm -hmm. there. So it's a real 
center of energy and escapism For sure. in a children's hospital. And a lot of activity and action. They play bingo and lots of different things happen. And we've built a bunch of these. We're going to have 14 around the country by the end of next year. And they're all built in the lobby. So you can see through. There's glass and a lot of excitement there. And they're hosted and worked uh, in by college students who are getting intern credits in broadcasting from the local communities. It's a really fun place to be. I met some of the students actually in Nashville. And they want to be sports broadcasters. They're college age. So today we are announcing a brand new Seacrest studio. This is for anybody that's from or listening or going to this area of Salt Lake City and the surrounding area there. We are going to put our 14th Seacrest studio at Primary Children's Hospital there. That's incredible. Congratulations. They really are like the pulse of the hospital. Like I feel like, especially the one in Chalk I've seen, whenever Mm -hmm. they do events for like Valentine's Day or different holidays, they they do it right like in the Seacrest studio. And everybody comes down and hangs out. And Mm -hmm. if you can't get Mm -hmm. in, you watch the glass. Or you watch through the screens if you can't leave your room. It's an all-inclusive thing. But we're very excited to be in Salt Lake City. That's and I'll be awesome. out there for the opening of that when we get to it. But it's our 14th studio. So we got Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Cincinnati, Dallas, Denver, Memphis, Nashville, Orange County, Orlando, Philly, D.C., uh, Queens, New York, Memphis, and Salt Lake City to come in 2023. Wow. So we'll have to set up a broadcast. I'm, I think we're going to speak to a patient that I met over the weekend in Nashville. She was in charge of her music theater in high school. Then she was diagnosed with cancer, had to come in to the hospital for treatments. When she comes in for treatments, she goes to the studio to hang out around treatments. And she's decided that she loves learning the tech of broadcasting and might want to do what we do. She basically wants to be Sisney and Tanya. I love that. Yeah. So we'll talk to her, I think, maybe tomorrow. But congratulations, everybody. I talked to Katie, the CEO there at Primary Children's Hospital. Very excited to be there. And maybe we'll all go out for the for the big opening and broadcast from there. Yeah. That would be fun. And thanks to uh, everybody at that foundation. I, I, you know, the people that work every single day. It's based in Nashville, but every single day. And my sister and mom and dad run it with us. Mm-hmm. But such great work. Appreciate everything you guys do. Very exciting. These are the good things. You know, for me, this is the this is the yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that makes work fun. I truly get ner. I was I did I was broadcasting to the patients in Nashville at Vanderbilt over the weekend, and when I was there, I was nervous. Like I, I'm so comfortable with you guys here, but I was nervous. There. <laughs> My heart started pounding again, like it used to when we first started here. <laughs> but this so is still all, alive. This is what it's all I about. It. It's all I still about. Have, I still yeah, have. Exactly. I still have pounding hearts. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, anyway, yes, it is, and thank you. Tanya, for writing about it in your soon-to-be-published book, actually, in your experiences at Children's Hospital Orange County, the Seacrest Studio. Yeah, me, uh, the, my girlfriend, I'm writing the book with Raquel. We spent a lot of time at the Seacrest Studio. Well, at the Chalk. sunshine mine. Yeah, we spent a lot of time there, and we actually, like, it, there were some very, very life-changing moments that came from there. Anybody who's had to go as a family to a pediatric hospital, yeah. you know it's tough on everyone. It's hard mm-hmm. on everyone. So if you want to see what we're doing, ryanseacrestfoundation.org. You can check it all out there. I feel like because it's Tuesday and we're together, it's going to be fine. Always. It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Tuesday with your colleagues. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? We're family. I know that, but we're also colleagues. We we start as colleagues. It's how I code the Christmas gifts. I feel like we're... What's the difference between a colleague and a coworker? Same thing. Uh, 
I think it's the is same. there one that's more? I feel like a coworker is even closer than a colleague. No, that's no? so official. Colleague, colleague is more it's official. Like slang for coworker, colleague. No, I think it's the opposite. No, if we're family, we can argue about it, can't we? But we're not because we're colleagues. I guess we're not family. <laughs> By the way, that is something that struck me last week that I'm gonna I'm really having a hard time with. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. No, it only has to do with paper. When I'm giving y'all your holiday gifts, I have a list of colleagues. Then I have a list of family and friends. And the family and friends are like family and friends that I see in the wild. <laughs> I see you guys every day. <laughs> we're not friends. No, but you're colleagues. Because if we're I were to, if I were to put on the friends list, and then Tubbs would be all bent out of shape if he got the colleague gift and you got the friends gift. But I consider you a or friend. Or vice versa. Me too. I consider you from talking about the Christmas list. Well, take the Christmas list out. <laughs> well, well, we were talking we're, about of course we're friends. List. I'm talking about the Christmas gifts. I guess I see what you're saying. Like in one line, I have everybody that works with me yeah. kiss, and y'all are on that list. Yeah, you're on that list for me. Okay, too. no, but double list. Like if you weren't on the kiss list, you go to the friends right. list. Right. But I think you like the kiss list. But I the think kiss my, list is good list. My list is like more f- friends, and I just consider you a friend in that well, same thank list. You. So it's like family and friends. Have you seen my kiss list? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why long. would I see it? It's long. Okay, Santa Claus. It's <laughs> a long list. And it's good to be on it, I thought. If y'all don't want to be on it, fine. I'll take you right off. Tubbs, you happy to be on the colleague I, list? I'm happy to be on that list. Tubbs is like, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Just send me the gift. Yeah. Just send it to me. Uh, you know, sometimes it's like you. my mother used to say, what did she used to say? What did, you, what did Connie uh, used to say? Something about good. Uh, you know, you can't do, what's the saying about uh, trying to do good and you just cheat yourself in the foot? Or, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. Oh. Well, I wasn't talking about it in the Christmas list. Uh, but now it's kind of made me like sort of sour in the spirit. I was Tanya, just talking. Tanya gets a bag of coal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anything from you. I just want your love and friendship. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, then I'll strike you off the colleague list. <laughs> you got that. Now we're friends. That's easy. That's all my friends want. But my oh colleagues my expect something. Gosh, I cannot. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, second day update. Okay, guys, can we focus? You try to do good and you shoot yourself in the foot. That no. was what your mom said. No, she said no good deed goes unpunished. What? You said something about a foot. Yeah, I was trying to get to the actual oh. state. <laughs> so my friends would have known. All right. <laughs> Samuel, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, it's a second date update. So, Samuel, you met this woman at a coffee shop. You guys hit it off, exchanged numbers, kept texting, and you say it was great. And then she blocked you. How far into all of this did she block you? Um, I mean, well, we talked in person for a few hours as well, but we were texting back and forth for like two days, day and a half. And what was the last text you sent before the block? Can you share that with us? Absolutely. Yeah. I I sent an adorable picture of my little Boston Terrier to her. And did you text anything with the picture? No, just a, just a, a cute little picture of my little guy. And before you sent that, what was the last thing she sent you? Could you share that with us? Yeah, she she asked to see a picture of my dog. <laughs> Weird. Hmm. Okay. Did you actually go out with her since the coffee shop? No, and I mean technically it wasn't a date. We we met at the coffee shop, so we've never really been out. But okay. it, so, but it was technically not a date, but a date. Is this a romantic? Did <laughs> did she think it was romantic? 
I, I mean, I believe so because we made eye contact with each other. She smiled at me. She sat at the chair right next to me. So, I, yeah, I do think it's romantic. For do you, okay. do uh, you have anything? Do you have skeletons in your closet? Like, could she have Googled you maybe and then she discovered something and now she's out? Yeah, did you shoot yourself in the foot before this? <laughs> no, there's no political background or anything. There's nothing in my closet for sure. All right, well. You know, in my head, I'm like, oh, they met online. They met on, on a no, dating but app. But they actually coffee. met in a physical coffee shop. That's what I'm saying. Because now, and like, that's what numbers. made me think like they like, or it was going great. But that's what makes me think like she talked to somebody or she Googled so him. Who and blocks now she's on like, a dog photo. Like nobody blocks after a dog photo. Yeah, it's weird. No, uh, to me, it's strange. Sammy, hold on for a second. We're gonna. You have her number, right? Yes. So he meets her. I not on a dating app. Samuel meets Olivia in a coffee shop. They exchange numbers. They text back and forth. Now she blocked him. The last text he says they exchanged were, show me a picture of your dog, and he sent a picture of his dog, and then she blocked him. Weird. Why would you block somebody after a picture of their dog? Can you think of any I... reason? Unless Samuel, the I, we're dog looked like was... a body part, like a naughty body part or something. Would you I don't block know. somebody for that? What was um, the conversation before the dog pick? Like, what were you guys like? Were you guys flirting? What were you guys talking about? No, I mean, we were kind of flirting, but it was just casual flirting conversation. It wasn't anything she, too deep. She not like Boston Terriers? Boston that could be a possibility. So I don't know. Cute. No, but not, you can't not like a dog so much you're going to block a right. person. Even like the ugliest dog in the world you is cute. You don't block someone. All right, so Samuel, out. All right, we, here, she's agreed to come on. Be quiet for a second. Okay, don't say anything. Okay, we'll do. Hi, Olivia. My name is Ryan. I'm assistant Tanya. Good morning. You're on the air, Kiss FM. Thanks for coming on with us. How are you? Hi. Hi, I'm good. Good. I know it's a bit out of left field, but we're calling you about a guy named Samuel you met out. Does that ring a bell? Uh, I don't... Samuel? I don't think so. So were you, and forgive us if it's not you, but were you getting coffee not too long ago and you met a guy at a coffee shop and y'all exchanged numbers? Oh, yeah. Yes, Your name is Sam. Yes. Okay, that guy. Yeah. And so do did you guys t- talk to each other, text each other afterwards? Um, yeah, we did, but I uh, I kind of I ended up blocking him. Okay, great. Tell me why. Um, <laughs> well, I only I I block people uh only if it's awkward to explain why I don't want to go out with him. So it's kind of awkward to talk about on the radio. Okay. Don't, I don't want to, you know, you mm-hmm. don't have to talk about it. You want to give us a, any idea why you blocked him? Okay. Well, it's kind of embarrassing to talk about, but, um, so he, he sent me a picture of his dog. Well, okay. I shouldn't say it was a picture. It was a screenshot. Um, which is important. Um, cause, like when you open the photos and you take a screenshot of a photo, you can see the little previews of the other photos in their camera roll. You know. Um, I'm sorry. And- We're gonna- Wait, what? You I get it. I- I'm photo? following. I'm following. Wait, I need to understand. You can see all the pictures. So, like, if it's a photo and you take a screenshot, you know how there's all those little images come up at the very bottom with like. Yeah. There. That's what she's talking about. Oh, so you got a bunch of other pictures. Yeah, basically, they're just little oh. there, um, like under the main can you, picture. Can you get those big? Can you can you tap on those and they become bigger? Or you just looked at them small. Uh, you can zoom in, but I didn't really have to. Uh, I could tell um, that some of them were uh, inappropriate photos. Ooh, okay, got it. So you blocked him. You don't even tell me. I don't want to know what you saw. You know what? 
inappropriate photos aren't the worst thing. Well, it depends what you think are inappropriate and what she thinks are inappropriate. Huh. What do you think, like, what kind of inappropriate, Olivia? Uh, like, inappropriate, inappropriate, if you know it. what I mean. Like, below the waist yeah. pics? But, like, what if he had a long-distance girlfriend uh, that he was, you know, girl friending? Yeah, but maybe that's it. not her thing. She's yeah, just, she's, she's over it. I'd be over it. I, I, and she didn't even know the guy. Mm-hmm. And also, like, why did he have to take a screenshot? Like, send the actual picture without all the other oh, stuff. Ryan does stuff like that all the time. Wait, I do. Not, what do I do? <laughs> send inappropriate pictures? No. I never send you pictures at all. Send like the wrong thing. Like, we ask. I for send a... the wrong thing all the time. I yeah. don't send like my roll of pictures. I don't even take pictures like that. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I felt, you know, like oh, I'm fit enough to take. Could these you pictures. imagine Ryan taking pictures like Ryan? <laughs> no. Well, why is that such a difficult thing to imagine? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because I've seen like what you do for just a normal selfie. I don't even take a picture of myself, my shirt off, let alone that. Off. Olivia, I apologize for my friends here. <laughs> like the one friends. in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> the one in the bathtub was good. <laughs> That's the only one I've ever taken like that. Olivia, oh, I just, yeah. I know we just met, but I took a picture of me in the bathtub. Just the bathtub, by the way. And all you could see was my shoulders. And I showed it to them, mm-hmm. and friends of mine were like, don't post that. You're going to look uh, desperate. So I didn't. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, gotcha. Mm. So this guy's a no for you. Yeah, that's uh, a no. I mean, I think it was an accident probably, but it just it says a lot oh. about him. So I happen to have, I'm almost forgotten, I have him. He's here on the phone. Samuel, thanks for coming in here on the line. Is that true? Do you think she? Do you know about the photos that she found? You know what they are? Yeah. While while you guys were talking, I actually pulled up the photo on my phone. Uh, Olivia, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that I sent you that. That was a total accident. It was not on purpose. Uh, I see what you're talking about, um, and I apologize. That was that was not what my intention was. I didn't want to know what the photo was of, but who was it for, Samuel? Um, you know if. It's in there from a previous relationship-ish thing, and I just haven't deleted it. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's in my reel. You got to save the good ones when they're good, you know? <laughs> yeah, There's I no guess. Because so, then you're in situations like this. And just for anybody else listening that doesn't want to send these kinds of photos, just want to send one photo, what do you have to do? <laughs> just send the actual photo. Don't Not take a, a screenshot. screenshot. Okay, so Samuel, that's a lesson for you. Uh, and I Olivia so. is not vibing. So thank you, Samuel, for reaching out. Okay. Olivia, thanks yeah, for talking th- with us. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, I learned a lot on that call. Huh. Oh, I see what he did now. Yeah. Because it got, has them all on the bottom. Oh, oh, so I, so, okay, I've done that before. Yeah. yeah. You have done that before. I have done that before. Yeah, I know. But the thing is with mine, I have 100 pictures of one thing before I get it right. So yeah. it's only the same picture usually down there on that strip. Usually. And the only picture I have ever with my shirt off is the tub. Do you realize it's such yeah? a joke? To, You're willing you know, to prove that? <laughs> yeah. Let me see what's in there. As he goes in and deletes, deletes, deletes. No, you can't. I mean, it's all a bunch of... Dobbs, take his phone. Food, 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 food. I don't know who that is. Uh, (laughs) All good. I want to say hello to my friends over at Postmates. Broadcasting from the Postmates studio right now. I'm your biggest customer. (laughs) (laughs) We all are. Gosh. (laughs) 
<laughs> just for fun, when I'm in the bathroom, I'll just scroll, you know? <laughs> in the bathroom well, of all places. I don't know. I Postmates everything, like yeah. tampons, pads. I've done like fake eyelashes. Thank yeah. you, Postmates. Oh, guess what? That leads me into the new segment called Ruby Dooby Doo. <laughs> So, Ruby, I like your new segment open and the name of your new segment. So what do you do on your segment? It has a good ring to it. It Um, So I'm highlighting some good eateries, you know, coffee shops that you should check out in L.A. Love it. All right. This is Zach Fishman of Prime Pizza. We're going to get to in a second. But you found Prime Pizza and it's got a twist. Prime Pizza in Santa Monica, right? Yes. So it's New York style slices. They have whole pies, uh, slices that you can, you know, actually fold, which I feel like is very important. (laughs) You got to like taco it. Yes. Mm. Right. Yes. And their must try. A must try is their uh, sausage pizza. What makes a New York pizza a New York pizza? Is he on the phone, this Zach Fishman? Yes, we have him on the line. Okay, Ruby Doobie-Doo, thank you. Zach, good morning, Zach. How are you in Santa Monica? I am very well. How are you guys doing? Good, bro. Pizza and, I mean, really any Mexican food are my two favorite foods. So what makes your pizza, prime pizza, what makes it a New York-style pizza? Well, a lot of things, but I mean, I think primarily you're talking about a large pie, right? An 18-inch pie that is a classic New York-style size pie where you get those nice big slices. Um, and I think the other thing is is the composition of the ingredients, right? The kind of classic acidic tomato sauce and uh, nice melted low-moisture mozzarella cheese. And, you know, you're not trying to do a Neapolitan uh, style, you know, buffalo the mozzarella type thing. You're kind of going for a classic cheese pie, you know? It sounds great. I mean, I can picture myself putting the big triangle into my mouth on a fold, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a taco fold. Zach, is this your first and your partner's first restaurant? You guys have other spots. No, this is actually our fourth location. Uh, we just opened our fifth. Um, the West LA location is our fourth. Santa Monica just opened a few months ago, and that's our fifth. Okay, yeah. it's prime pizza. Ruby, did you taste it? Yes, it's delicious. What'd you have? Um, I had the the sausage pizza. And why is the sausage so special? I I just love a good hearty pizza with the meat. The the uh, sauce to cheese ratio is perfect. So that's. Yeah. That just sold me. And, and he didn't propose to you after you took him to have this pizza? No. This guy? Still no ring. The, the pressure. <laughs> the Zach, pressure. it's an inside story, but thank you for coming on. And let me tell you, check out these guys on Postmates. It's called Prime Pizza. Everybody listening right now gets 30 bucks off each of your first three orders on Postmates using promo code LA30. Zach, we'll see you for the fold. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And pizza works for every meal for me. It could be morning, mm-hmm. lunch, night. Really? Every meal. I, I mean, I don't eat every meal, but I would eat it in the Have morning. you had a breakfast pizza where they put like an egg on it? Ooh. Actually, they do that at night sometimes too. Yeah, they do. Oh, really? And like some uh-huh. prosciutto and all that? And mm. like, yeah. yeah. Call now and you get 30 bucks off Postmate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we talked about it earlier. A, a week later, still no winner in the LA mayor's race. Karen Bass leading Rick Caruso by 30,000 votes. It's taking so long, I'm going to forget we voted. I know. <laughs> like, please? Before Thanksgiving? Patience. Patience. But, no, but the way that your world works and the brain works, it's like, guys, can we please get this before Thanksgiving? 
What's crazy is that it's only 76% of the votes counted. So that just goes to show like how many people actually went and like mailed it in on that day, on the day to like put in the ballot. All I know is I feel the stress. I feel the stress. Every commercial break, the last part of American Idol, where it's America's vote, and then down to the second we come back from commercial, they're counting these votes. And I'm panicked we're not going to have the vote by the time the show's over. So I, How do you I, think I they get feel? It. Yeah. How do you think Karen Bass and Rick Caruso feel imagine, now with their stress? Imagine, <laughs> are they sleeping at night? No. no what do you do? That's a very good question. If you're a Karen Bass or Rick Caruso, what are you doing <laughs> to occupy your brain? Because I know when we lay down at night and something's like up in the air, I can't sleep. The right. anxiety just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we took this song for Idol? I know you guys have gone on to do things. Right. But hey, we have the results. Y'all care? Uh, anyway, so the trending report, Tanya, let's get to it. Okay, so Giselle Boonshin, she obviously, we know she's recently split from Tom Brady. She was spotted out having dinner with the jujitsu instructor, Joaquin Valente, and her two kids, Benjamin and Vivian. People are calling this a date, um, so that's what I'm going with, although who really knows? But she has reportedly known him for almost a year at least, because last February she shared that she was taking self-defense classes with him and his brothers. Um, and then recently they started in a, in a photo shoot together for Dust Magazine, but either they're really good friends or newly dating, but with the foundation of friendship, I watched the jujitsu clip of them together on Instagram. Let me tell you, if you are learning jujitsu from an attractive male, you are in some compromising positions. Let me bring in our resident jujitsu <laughs> expert. I had a feeling this was where this <laughs> was Jeffrey go. Tubbs, our engineer. <laughs> Jeffrey, have you had a chance to uh, look at the study, the photos? I did see some of it, yeah. And they had some good moves. But you are in the dojo. I am. With with other experts, right? Yeah. Have you ever been in a compromising position with a female? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, kind we, of part of the sport. Right, but it doesn't cross your mind that it's anything else in the sport. Not at all. So, Tanya, I, I think it's very feasible. I, and my expert just said here, that's just part of it. I mean, you well, know, Tubbs when you is not s- single. Yeah, but in the sport. In the sport, that's what you do. Like, if Tubbs and I were in the ring together, we'd be making the same moves. Not crossing my mind that Tubbs, I want to see for a peach cobbler afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're single and you're dojoing. I think it's more of, for me, I mean, in this story, it's more of like, okay, they're just publicly, we're just seeing this real divorce. And now there's a photo out there, regardless of whether it's romantic or friendly, you got to go through now this cycle of yeah. the news after just going through that divorce cycle. But I feel like we just found out about the divorce news. Like, who knows? That's probably been brewing between them and, for years. Didn't, didn't you tell me or someone here told me that they got have houses next to each other now where they can co-parent easily just by walking across the, through a fence or something? Oh. Did, you, did y'all tell me that? That wasn't me. The I whole dating thing seems like very soon, <laughs> unless it's unless they've already been dating this whole but entire normal... time because the kids were there. Like I right. just don't, I can't imagine she'd be involved. That's what in makes the me kids. think this is some. If it is romantic, it's been going on for a, a lot longer than right. We know. Right. Or they're just very good friends. Let's go to Corona, Michelle. How are you in Corona? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm better now. I could hear the actual genuine enthusiasm in your voice in that question. I appreciate it. So you, oh, you want to bring back Ruby to give Ruby advice on her proposal. I, th- this yeah. keeps coming up. This keeps, so <laughs> if anybody is waiting to be proposed to, you are not alone. Ruby here has been waiting for longer than she's worked here. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot. Well, yeah. they just they just went and looked at rings. So it's kind of getting serious at this point. Which 
Yeah. It takes the surprise element out for me. But no, I think it's important to figure out, to have like an idea. So she thinks it might happen on New Year's, but they're going to be in Vegas and she doesn't want it to happen. In I don't Vegas. want to put words in your mouth. In Vegas. In Vegas, Thank right. You, Tanya. <laughs> but she does want it to happen. Feel free, Ruby, if I get anything wrong, to just jump in. So, Michelle, what's your guidance to someone that, you know, is ready, but it hasn't happened yet? Um, so, before I got married, I was very clear with my husband, and I told him, do not propose to me on a holiday, on my birthday, or on a Jumbotron, because I will say no. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> oh, I would have loved any of those. I like yeah, that. No, that not, not for me. I mean, that's cute for some people. That's just not cute for me. So he used I... to always joke around and say that he was going to propose on a holiday on a Jumbotron. <laughs> but he didn't. He did it at home. He did it super sweet, super cute. It was, like, very personalized to us, and I loved it so much. So I would just suggest saying that that's not something you want. And give him I mean, a, an alternative, like a flash mob. Subtle hints. <laughs> I think subtle hints, too, not ultimatums. Like It's just like it, the proposal is a fraction of what the rest of your life is going to be. Like, I know, it's but not don't that you important. want him to have like the creative freedom to just yeah. do whatever he feels? I mean, you dated him for eight years. Yeah. I didn't give Michael any direction except for the fact that I thought he was going to do it in Italy, and he didn't. And you still hold a grudge? Yeah, no. Sounds a little bitter about it. It's going to make Happily people stay married. single forever. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for your advice. Great, I think it's good. Yes. A great subtle hint would be to be like, oh, you know, I bet a bunch of people are going to get proposed to in Vegas on New Year's. Like, that's cute for them. Maybe not for us, though. That's subtle. Very subtle. That's very under the radar. Right, that is. Instead of saying, like, that's, yeah, that's so lame. That's like a soft nudge. Thank you, Michelle, for calling in Corona. Oh, my God. It sounds like it all worked one. out. <laughs> right. Oh, man. This guy's never going to propose now. I know. It's like there. I, I feel for him a little bit. It's all part of it. This is just the pressures you get when you're at this stage of a relationship when everyone knows the proposal's coming, the proposal's coming. I think coming. it's a big decoy. He's going to do it earlier. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, this is all, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? It's the Facade. other... No, it's the, the other. Decoy. It's the other marine too. You know, marine. No, what's the helicopter the president doesn't fly in? <sighs> oh, Air Force One. Well, no, that doesn't plane. doesn't fly in Air Force One. Marine Two. I didn't know there was a different one. Two helicopters fly at the same time. One is a decoy. One's the actual proposal. Why are you telling everybody? Well, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Sam called it Ring Watch Twenty Twenty Two. Oh, we need a we need a song. We need an open. No, we need an open. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So Jay Leno suffered, as you were talking about earlier, Sissini, this morning. Serious burns to his face from a gas fire in his garage. I saw the story, and you know he said he's going to be okay in a couple of weeks, so thank us for that. He, I got to know him over the years and was on his show many times when he was hosting yeah. uh, the show on NBC. But then I got into a rabbit hole of his garage. Because mm. he has Mark, all those like, right? old school cars, right? <laughs> I mean, I got him mm, out of Mark. <laughs> yeah. Right? What? Did you get into the rabbit hole of his cars too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got hundreds. Uh, it's Hundreds? You know, when he used to work at NBC, and we yeah. had our studio right there next door to NBC, I'd see, we'd see him driving his different cars daily into work. He'd wave to him. Oh, yeah. I've actually heard that about him. Yeah, you know, I know he wave. has like a lot. He loves to collect cars. 
So. Right. Well, this is what it happened in his garage. A car actually yeah. caught on fire. But my gosh, he's got 181 cars and 160 bikes. Incredible. Isn't that a hobby? That's a hobby. It's an obsession. Yeah. Well, he's going to be okay. A fine line between the two. But yes, apparently he says he'll need a few weeks to recover. Um, it did not penetrate into his eyes or into his ears. So mm. that's the good news, I guess. But man, it burns are never fun. And hopefully he's, you know, we wish well, him to be recovering. Wishing him the best. Love that guy, Jay Leno. Really, really love that guy. Big hugs to you, Jay. Mm-hmm. He was always so sweet and so kind. Every time I saw him, I was on his show. And he's been on this show many times. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a big show coming up. It's Jingle Ball, December 2nd. Everybody wants to know around here, Sisney Tanya specifically, what are we doing before? Are we having a big party? Are we getting together for drinks? I think the answer might be in this report. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. Um, Blockbuster was something that was a staple in my childhood growing up. I'm sure it was for you guys as well. There was one walking distance from my house, so... For me, like growing up as a kid, like I was able to like leave like that was the one kind of like that was like the the furthest that my parents would let me walk. You know, I could be like I could leave and say, I'm going to go to the blockbuster and then be able to come home. And it was they would they'd be OK with me leaving the house alone with my friends to go walk over there and rent a movie. It's like I remember like that. You guys remember the smell of blockbuster? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, there was a combination of candy, popcorn and carpet. No, the like carpet. Plastic. <gasps> You're it's right. The, the plastic first. Yeah, I remember the plastic, but the carpet. The You're carpet. right, Ryan. I smell the carpet. It was so clean. I know. Very, very. Okay. Tight so, anyways, carpet. all of that could be coming back to life because they have this speakeasy in West Hollywood, right on Melrose, that is basically here, and you can purchase tickets for twenty nine dollars, but you have to make a reservation to go to it, and it's going to be here for a few. It's like a little pop up. It's a blockbuster pop up. And it looks exactly like a store would, except it's a bar. I love it. I know. So they have but the you, aisles with like the videos and all that stuff. But obviously, it's, I don't even know if it's real movies. It oh, might like, be. They but might, aren't like, they taking you back in time and serving drinks that are no longer on the market? Kind of. So like, remember like Zima's? Yeah, do I remember Zima's? That was my go-to when I was young. <laughs> that was like the first drink that I ever tried, I think, when I first tried alcohol i did um, zima and grenadine you made it really sweet with the grenadine syrup they're gonna serve something called crystal pepsi is that was that something it's clear like the, pepsi no. clear it's yeah it's like tab they did yes! so before you before you guys no had i a remember microphone, now they I did remember clear they soft came. drinks tab clear pepsi clear i remember those commercials now oh my gosh okay so they're gonna have all of this stuff so the 29 dollars will get you one cocktail one drink and then um, from there, you have to like purchase food and all that stuff when you're there. I love it. I'm in. But I know, isn't it fun? And it's... I was looking. Some of the nights are already sold out. But like, I know, like the night before Thanksgiving is available. What about and, the like, night before Jingle nights... Ball? The night before Jingle Ooh, Ball. Let me know. TBD. Let me know because that's convenient for everyone. Centrally located. You know, it is. you're talking about the clear soft drinks. If you can think back, SNL actually did a spoof on that. They did like crystal gravy for Thanksgiving, see-through gravy. They did all kinds of these see-through things. They're like, wait, what? Wait, I cannot go to the movie theater and watch the Nicole Kidman open without thinking of the SNL skit of her doing it. Like, I like crack up every time now. Do, can you tell, like, if you were in a panic, Tanya, would we be able to tell? Yeah, I can't hide anything off my face. Tubbs, if you were in a panic, would we be able to tell? No, I agree with that. <laughs> Sisney, you were in a panic, and we were not able to tell, and I don't know what the panic was. The panic was that I was two weeks late for my period. Go slow with me. (laughs) 
So that would indicate that you could be pregnant. Could be pregnant, which would be crazy because I have an IUD in, and I know that you don't understand. That I understand. Really. Oh, you understand birth what control. an IUD is? Uh, birth control. Yeah. Okay. I understand Before what you get all like flustered when I say IUD, I, I know what it stands for. Great. What does it, it stand for? for? And your device. <laughs> sure, it's birth control. That's per- well, what, permanently in for yeah. six years. Um, so anyways, so it's the, the chance of getting pregnant. And I looked it up after being like a week late. I looked it up because I'm like, what's happening? And it's like 99% accurate. 99%, not 99 point whatever. So there's a one in 100 chance that you could be, get pregnant. So I'm like, that's not you that. You should Powerball. Literally. And so I'm like, okay, this is, that would be crazy. And so I'm getting kind of like edgy. I'm snappy. I'm getting in like little bicker fights with Michael and it's like all kind of building up. And so finally, like last night, we get into this little argument and he's like, what's going on? And I was just like, I'm late for my period and blah, blah, blah. He's like, there it is. Because like I was holding it all inside and I wasn't communicating with him. And then his reaction was, well, we'll just deal with it. And then that made me freak out even more. And I was like, why did that make you freak out? Because I was like, no, this is like not what I want. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, to him, it was so simple. Yeah, right. And like to right. me, it to was you, it's a whole different. Michael, it's a little different for Sissini. And then he like backpedaled and was just like, I'm oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Then this morning, I woke up and I got my period. So what happened? It just, it happens. Like sometimes, like, and I think this was all like the, the gum issue that I had and like my Just <laughs> my throws your system off. Yes. Yeah, because I think, you chew too much gum, you got all that gas, he stretched you out and I that elongated My, my your intestines cycle. were all messed up. Like, like wow. I, yes, all that stuff. I was traveling. Like, I think it all messes up your system and here, here I am. But like, I, of course, didn't want to talk about it until I got it, but that I was just so trying to- So every day you're sitting in here looking at us and that's eating you up alive. It, and that's right? what that's what us women do, and especially once you do find out you're pregnant, you still hide it for months. Yeah, yeah, right? from everyone. Isn't that sure. crazy? Yeah, and you hide it for months when you're still not like feeling good, and like when I was like pregnant with the twins, I was like barfing in the bathroom every day and all that stuff, and just hiding know? it from everybody. And you just hide it. It's just well, that's you're a whole good different. at hiding. You should be an actress. <laughs> well, thank you, but really, you should. You, well, I'm, I am okay. Like I'm fine. I'm good. Glad? I'm on my period what are we now. Saying? No, right, so everybody right. knows that I'm on my. I had no idea. I had no idea any of that was going on. No, but it's just kind of crazy. Like what the eureka moment here is, is that I don't want another baby, and that we are. 100% so maybe done. this was meant to be it was 100% meant to be like and so I got I was like wow like he, how the world works to speak like, to you this IUD needs to come out Michael needs to get a vasectomy and we need to this is it we're done like I there's no like did you tell him there, this part no but he knows it like it needs to right, happen but he should hear this part no he's hearing it Mark, Michael <laughs> Michael are you hearing this because everyone else is I know your families are hearing but this. That's the Eureka moment. I'm just like, we're done. We're like, what? There's the no. The universe speaks to you in so many different ways. It really does. This is clear. If it would have happened, I would have like, oh my gosh, no way, no way. So yay! We're celebrating. <laughs> oh, yay. Are we celebrating? Hey, we're celebrating on Tuesday. Woo! So you're not pregnant. <laughs> not pregnant. Ruby's not engaged. Tanya, what news do you have? <laughs> I got nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Tubbs, what not do you bring? Uh, my shoulder hurts. That's yeah. all I got. The only thing that's off now is that now my cycle's off. Me and Tanya used to be on the same cycle. Now we're, oh, now we're off. Yay! <laughs> Let's keep celebrating. <laughs> I've actually lost track of the, my cycle. There's an app. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. You Enlight- told me about it. Enlighten me. <laughs> you told me all about <laughs> it. I love how Ryan yeah. has the app on his phone. <laughs> I, well, you guys told me about it. You probably sent it to me. <laughs> 
That's it. Woo! I'm going to wear a thinner sweater tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to us. Have a great day. We're back tomorrow with more free money as we pay your bills and more Jingle Ball tickets. Kiss FM. Sissonese. Gotcha. Yep. Till 11. Bye, Tanya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.